0: All right, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Roll Film. We're continuing Superhero Summer with a very special guest on a very special film. We have Frank Herring here from the podcast, Frankly Put. Frank, how are you doing today? Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Well, John, it's great to be here. The podcast is actually now called Time to Be Frank. Oh, right.
0: Uh, Frankly Put is not you, you.
1: Yeah, well, oh, no, he used, it, to, be. Oh, okay. <laughs> he used so, to be. it,
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. Time to be Frank. I like that better.
1: About <laughs> hot dogs,
0: right? No, I'm scared. Uh
1: No, that's raw Not- dogging with Frank the
2: Tank of Barstool, but.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's nice. pretty funny.
2: No, that's only part of the time. I was hoping that you were going to say that it's called, This is Frank's podcast. As a reference to Billy Madison, when yes. he's like, "This is Frank's T-shirt." Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be. That That'd be would good. be pretty. Time good.
0: to be Frank. I actually did know that you changed the name. I'm sorry. I was on it many moons ago. Yeah. But he planted the podcasting seed in my heart, and I had to return the favor and have him on. So, thanks so much for joining us, Frank, and oh, I. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Frank and I actually saw the same screening of The Flash. So that was cool. I'm terrible at this job. I totally revealed the movie. Well, they'll look at the thumbnail. They'll get it. We I are. I didn't know what
2: it is. Yeah, anyway, I know. Yeah. yeah. Am I, I'm bad no at problem. this.
0: <laughs> so we are talking about DC's newest superhero film, The Flash. Now, I'm a big fan of the character of The Flash. Really loved the first few seasons of the TV show and have been following the character for a long time. He's definitely one of the most creative characters out there for DC and probably all of comic book dumb. I don't know how to pronounce it, but you know what we do here at Roll Film. Let's kick it on over to Greg for the numbers. Oh, yeah. So this movie
2: is the newest movie that we've ever reviewed. So far, the The length has been, I think, a week since the release. This just came out. Four days ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, The the Flash, it was released June 16th, 2023. Does have a runtime of two hours and 24 minutes and it is rated a very light, in my opinion, PG-13. It was bordering R, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just, anyway, here's a quick little synopsis and then we'll go over to the numbers. Worlds collide when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. But when his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future, Barry becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation, and there are no superheroes to turn to. Well, that's debatable. And that's definitely just with his initial thought. That's that's not even great, but that's just what you feel as soon as he goes back in time. This had a budget of estimated $200 million. And again, because this movie did just come out five four or five days ago. The opening weekend it only made fifty five point seven million dollars and worldwide Mm. gross were almost to the budget at one hundred and thirty eight point seven million. Now of course good not good so far, but I think they're gonna beat their budget. This does star Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, the Batfleck, Michael Keaton, Sasha Cow. Man, we got the return of Michael Shannon, Kiersey Clemons as Iris West, and Office Space himself, Ron Livingston as Henry Allen. Uh, I actually yep. definitely loved that little bit. A little curious on why they switched
0: from the, Crudup.
2: Yeah, from yeah Billy Crudup to to this, but whatever. Was probably
0: numbers. availability. Who knows? They looked very yeah. similar.
2: They, I it had it took me a second, honestly, <laughs> but yeah, that goes it, and then we'll go down to uh, Frank. You did say that you saw this movie twice in one weekend. Yep. What was your thought from viewing it the second time? That quick, uh, in between.
0: In a flash. <laughs> oh.
2: In a flash, yeah. I think it really solidified
1: what I thought from the first time. I mean, what this movie did really well. What it wanted to do emotionally, it hit home to you. One of the biggest mistakes to me was that this was released Father's Day weekend instead of Mother's Day weekend. Not to say anything else about that, but I think that would have been more fitting for the film. But other than that, I mean, I think the CGI was one of the most glaring issues of the film. Haven't seen many movies that had consistently bad CGI in a while, like this one did. I think a lot of the plot-wise, I think you had to give it the benefit of the doubt because a lot of the issues that the filmmaker had going into the film, like you had kind of Warner Brothers going through these big ups and downs, not figuring out what they wanted to do with the future of DC. So for a guy to to be facing that and some of the controversy with Ezra Miller, and to try to just keep his hands on this movie and make something that makes sense, that captures this complex comic book storyline, that is Flashpoint, I'd do it all in two and a half hours and, and make it through all the controversy. I gotta give the director a lot of credit. I think it's a pretty good movie. I think it was enjoyable. I think the CGI is the one thing where you just sit there and you're like, isn't this supposed to be like a $200 million movie? Shouldn't they have done better with that? I don't know. That, that was my biggest gripe. But the plot had some things where it could go, could have been smoother. I do, at the end of the day, give the director the benefit of the doubt. I think he made a movie that that makes you really feel something. And that's ultimately, I think the best thing a movie can do is is connect you. Like I cried both, both times I saw it. And I, I think that says about as good of a thing as you can say for a movie. Like that's a really good thing to be able to do, to make somebody cry, to connect emotionally that hard. Kudos to the director for that.
0: Absolutely agree. There are faults in this movie. This isn't a perfect superhero movie, but this is a really big step in the right direction for DC, in my opinion. A lot of the critiques of previous DC, EU movies, they're dark. There's not a lot of feelings. There's not a lot. I mean, this movie has heart. I don't know where all the budget went. Maybe it went to getting some of the really big cameos they had. I don't know. But I really agree with the CG critique. There's times when it looks cool when he's like running fast, as Flash often does. But the time travel and the universe stuff, it it looks like a PS2 game in a lot of ways. And I'm not really a big Ezra Miller fan. I was kind of, why'd this guy get cast? I think he did a good job. You know?
2: And how did how did he not get replaced also? Oh right.
0: Well, the CG's so bad they're like, we gotta use the real stuff.
2: WB had the money to replace Johnny Depp in that last Harry Potter movie, but you couldn't replace fucking Ezra Miller in this. But like the only thing I've ever really seen Ezra Miller in is Perks of Being the Wallflower.
0: He was actually in that first Fantastic Beast movie. He well, was Well, yeah,
2: a... I know that. Sorry, I mean before <laughs> this like Ezra Miller era. era. Yeah, Ezra so
0: era. Ezra era. Yeah. Israel. Israel. I'm not a big fan of his and his work but I do think he does a good flash he's that innocent I mean obviously not in real life That just shows how good of an actor he is because he's certainly <laughs> yeah. no innocent in real life he's like I'm just going to be the antithesis of me his happy-go-luckiness and that's another thing this movie did do well that DC sometimes missteps on is the comedy the comedy that every superhero movie must have now This movie did really well. And I think Andy Machete is an amazing director. You know, Mm -hmm. he did the new It movies, which are awesome. And he just showed a lot of range. Gosh, I think he got, what, Batman Brave and the Bold. He's going to be doing that one whenever that movie comes out. I think that was announced recently. I don't know.
2: And Attack on Titan. He
0: got the feature
2: adaptation of uh, Attack on Titan.
0: Did not know that. Did not know that. Yeah, this guy's great. Yeah, again, this is a fun movie. This is a good movie. I took my son to see it with me. He really liked it. I mean, there's some small story plot points. I understand why you wouldn't do the Flashpoint Comet like, to the T. Like I, The changes they made made a lot of sense. It very much is a DCEU movie. It's grounded in that, and they do well. I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling anything here. Michael Keaton's return was really good, pun intended, return. <laughs> mm. I think the Supergirl character was fun, and changing that aspect to Flashpoint too.
1: Supergirl character... One, I think she's really attractive. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> it's a that helps. Kid, so that helps. So
0: if you're listening.
2: But, <laughs> yeah, <not> if you're <laughs> listening.
1: <laughs> yeah. How much time do you get a character to develop? I think, you know, with the time that they did have with her, I thought they did a pretty good job. It wasn't the Supergirl that everybody's used to because it's right. kind of the alter, alternate universe. I liked the character for the time we had her, and I thought, you know, that's pretty impressive for 30 minutes or Agreed. however long you add her.
0: Well, yeah, because in Man of Steel, Kal-El did not want to kill. And in Supergirl, she's like, I want to kill. Like, <laughs> mm. I, just, I thought that was a cool little juxtaposition or whatever the word is. So, yeah. Greg, what did you think of this movie?
2: I, I couldn't agree with both of you more. CGI-wise, there were times, especially in the beginning of Batfleck, that he resembled so much of Captain Quark with his fucking big ass, like I, it looked like a Ratchet and like game, like with the, how he looked, and
0: but it, not from PS3, PS2.
2: Yeah, the yeah. PS2, yeah, not PS3 graphics. Maybe even PSP.
0: Perfect.
2: Yeah, well, that's true. It was too much, and there was too much, like even the deep fake with the Ezra Miller twin. I'm doing air quotes as if we're getting viewed on this. It was very shoddy from time to time. And, John, you sent me that thing that IGN posted, and it was from the director, and it was like, yes, we intended everything in the distorted terms of light and textures, this, like, quote-unquote water world. Like, that's just, like, what we were going for. And it's like, oh, no, you fucking weren't. Like... (laughs) That's really the biggest thing I can harp on. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved for this to been a little bit more like Flashpoint because the animated Flashpoint paradox is beyond perfection. And if we're rating that one really quick, that's a ten out of ten. I loved the supergirl. I loved Michael Keaton. Now I can ask you both then, do you think there was an underlying and yes they called him Bruce? Yes, he's casted as Bruce. Were they giving us Thomas Wayne vibes on purpose to make you feel like it's Flashpoint Paradox? Because there's the part where Michael Keaton goes over to the picture of him as a kid and, well, Bruce Wayne as a kid and the parents. And he lovingly, like, puts his finger over Bruce as if he's mourning his son. And then when he's talking about his parents dying, he gives this weird gesture like he's going along with this lie that he's contrived because of barry's thought that he's bruce but he's really thomas there was only a few times where i was like okay well it's bruce but there were so many other times i was for sure that that was supposed to be thomas wayne and nobody said anything because for the people that don't know the flashpoint paradox flash goes back into time and batman is the only superhero that everybody recognizes that who he's talking about But when he goes to find Batman, it's not Bruce Wayne who he thinks it is. It's actually Thomas Wayne, his father, because in that paradox, Bruce Wayne is shot dead in the alley and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and Martha Wayne turns into the Joker. So I thought, well, this is not the movie we're watching, but (laughs) (laughs) they put too much of an emphasis on Zod if they were trying to make the other Barry Allen the main villain. Basically, the the second Barry Allen was more of intuition in the sense of an extension of the main Barry Allen, Ezra Miller.
0: Yeah, the Black Flash didn't really develop as a character. I mean, I saw it coming a mile away. A
2: hundred percent,
0: right? And
2: he, he was on screen for
1: maybe five minutes,
0: right? And that's a bummer because the evil Speedsters. Most of them are all pretty good characters, and I wish they would have hinted at least that the killer of Barry's mom is Reverse Flash, because I don't even know if they're going to go that route in the movie. Maybe. I hope so. I hope we get to see Reverse Flash in live action one day. I guess we have on TV. We have. But, yeah.
2: Do you think we're going to get more of this? Like I think this no. is probably a dead <laughs> end, right?
0: No, well, well so
2: it, it is and it isn't. I think this is a, a way to try to reboot everything because we get the spoiler alert again, spoiler alert we get a new version of Batman in a world that Barry thinks he's had fixed so right. it's
0: closer to what he remembers but it's not the same so far yeah. right so yeah. far
2: so instead of michael keaton who he th- or sorry he thinks he's talking to ben affleck but it's really george clooney whoa the-
0: whoa i already
2: said clooney's name did you yeah but sure. I, right after i said spoiler alert <laughs> He did. He 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 did a listening. really big spoiler alert. Which John. Spoiler
0: I never fucking listened to. Greg. John's still
2: on. John still on the son of beast.
0: Um, so he's <laughs> that not really coaster here. died in two thousand nine. Just like our friendship. Did it really? Yeah, I have stopped being your friend in two thousand nine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we got
2: George Clooney of uh, trying to reprise his role as as Bruce Wayne. Now I don't think that George Clooney is going to sign on for multiple series of him being casted as bruce wayne so we're gonna have to go through and john you and i talked about this during the guardians 3 review time travel fixes all loopholes it's it's not gonna work i mean ben affleck has already said that he does not want to come back said that he found his voice in the way to play batman in this movie but he has no interest in coming back so they're gonna have to look for somebody else and spoiler
1: alert here again part of the chaos that i heard was behind the movie was there were three different endings of where George Clooney comes in and they had shot a Batgirl movie with Keaton in it as Batman, apparently like, so there, there were plans to keep Keaton on as like the Batman to some degree, but then they shelved Batgirl and Keaton and Supergirl show up at the end instead of Clooney. Like, And that was the plan until maybe the new DC execs came in. They shot it this time. Also, the end where with Iris West, that's another thing that I think could be talked about is Iris West was kind of the most blah thing to this movie.
0: Seemed like an afterthought.
1: 100%. The line he says at the end of the movie, after I just cried like five minutes earlier, just felt like lazy filmmaking. What do you guys think of that?
0: I mean, she was only included in the Snyder Cut of Justice League in one scene, which was a cool-looking scene. But then her involvement here, while she kind of is the one who gives Barry the idea to change the past, so I guess this is all her fault. And No, I'm kidding. I get why they're introducing her. She's such a big part of the Flash family. And this is where TV Flash did it way better. I mean, they just do it so well with their iris west and ultimately the story but you know they have more time to develop that kind of stuff that's how tv works this movie was not a love story at least not romantic love this was familiar love and this was all about his parents and in a way it's it's somewhat connected to across the spider-verse where you know how the tragedy defines these heroes that we know much different outcome because barry does accept The tragedy, buried, spoiler, realizes that if his mom doesn't die, it affects the whole world for the worse, which is brutal. And I think where Ezra as an actor excels was showing that emotion and the scene where he has to take care of it and oof, yeah, it's 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 brutal. I mean, that's kind of the running joke of any comic book character is your parents have to die. It sucks, but at least superpowers.
1: The big moment in Batman versus Superman, where they both say Martha, it's kind of the overarching Snyder theme is like, our mom, ma- like, we love our mom, like, we're all mama's boys. But this film did it way better than Batman versus Superman. This yeah. is the redemption of that, of the Martha moment where you're just like, what just happened? To this mo- moment where you're like, I love my mom, where is she? Like, Can you imagine life without her? We've spoiled too much for me to care at this point.
0: It's good. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm frustrated. Now, I don't think movies in the theaters get as much love as they used to anyway. So if you're gonna put a movie in the theaters, you better make sure it's gonna get a return. I think people like The Flash. I think people wanna see this movie But I think a lot of faith has been lost in the DC movies. This isn't one that James Gunn had any involvement in. And I think he's great. I think he's an awesome director. We've talked about it on here. I think he's going to do wonders for the DC. But for me, I love The Flash. I've always wanted to see a movie in the theater. I watched the old 90s TV show movie that came out that was like a backdoor pilot for the series back then. I loved it. This one hit a lot of the check marks on the checklist of a good Flash movie it did show a lot of heart it did show off his powers in a really cool way and this was like the first time they really talked about i guess he kind of did it in the justice league movie but talking about all the calories he had to have and he had to watch that marks like all the calories i thought it was great i thought that was really fun and they're showing it off and then the flash ring with the costume that was a lot of fun
2: yeah i agree and I, i i maybe this is the reset that we deserve. John, I know that you and I disagree, I think, but I absolutely despised Justice League's Snyder Cut. It was just a waste of my time. I still have gripes about it. But in turn, it was a really good movie and it had great little points. There was little pieces of nostalgia and they were pushed through there throughout tons of generations. And I'm going to have to just say, we're going to have to put on the title of this video, include spoilers because there's no way we can really talk that much about this movie but the whole they're in the chrono dome chronosphere sorry and they're going back in time and he's seeing all the different worlds there was old school Superman people. There was a cameo in which I called a few weeks ago was in there. And then, of course, at the very end, right, post credits, he's explaining to one particular superhero, like, it was always somebody else, but it was never you. And it's like, well, yeah, there was never really a live action version of this character up until this other actor started
0: playing him. There was Alan Richson from Smallville, who he's doing very well for himself now. He played the live action Aquaman.
2: So did Vinny Chase in the series documentary Entourage.
0: That's, That's right. That's been, true. That, that would have been, been in great.
2: This movie. Dude, That's 100%. I 100%. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, it that would have been great. That all just gave away the secret that I was trying to keep. But I don't
0: care. <laughs> this is our time.
2: This is our time down here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we better hit up those favorite scenes now. Let's start with our guest. Frank, what was your favorite scene?
1: Let's go, Frank. The best scene is the one that made me cry because we're just spoiling everything. Where Ezra Miller, what you were talking about earlier, he did a good job of playing with himself with the two flashes. One of my favorite scenes would be the scene where they were in the dorm room and they're making all the jokes about back to the future. And he's just doing a good job of kind of playing two of the same people, but slightly different. There's some CGI times in there that just, screw a little bit but i think his performance in that scene and then just kind of the jokes that are going on i enjoyed that scene a lot that and the in the mom scene that i'm not gonna say anything else about but yeah
2: johnny what about you buddy
0: if it wasn't for the bad cg i probably would have said the opening hospital scene because it really showed off the flash powers really well and how he can just do so much with that power. That one power. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And this is where the director's point, like, well, we wanted it to look bad. Like, that had nothing to do with time travel, that scene. It just looks... Like, right. This was... Least... You got delayed one whole year and you didn't fix shit.
2: Like, actually,
0: <laughs> Yeah. But if I had to pick another scene... I really liked the Supergirl rescue scene, just the infiltration showing Michael Keaton's Batman-ness off. The young Barry gets shot, and he's like, ah! like, freaks out. He's like, you didn't tell me we could get shot. And he's like, why'd you think we couldn't? Yes, the Supergirl rescue scene, seeing her be pretty badass, and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And as much as I would love to see Henry Cavill in the In the costume again, I thought this was a cool change, and it did open up the lore. So yeah, that was my favorite scene. How about you, Greg?
2: The one I loved right after what you were describing in the opening scene as the rescue part, and it was towards the capture of the one who got away. And you see... Bat Fleck and Barry Allen chasing down this criminal, and they happened to get saved by spoiler alert Wonder Woman, just basically because everybody was busy. But what I really loved, and Frank actually talked about it a little bit, is the apartment scene where they're talking about Back to the Future. Because I'm that type of nerd that understood the entire point of putting Eric Stoltz in that, and it's because yeah. Eric Stoltz was, of course. Originally casted as Marty McFly, and they even filmed the movie a little bit, and he Majority. turned that movie into such a fucking bummer, and he was fired.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was that was really good fan service, and I think what Ezra did do really well as an actor, his flash is just trying to process this new world that he created. He does a really good job of being like, what, what, like, oh my god, you know, he's it seems really real. So that was a lot of fun, Frank. What do you rate this movie out of ten?
1: I go six point seven.
0: Whoa! Maybe seven.
1: Yeah, some yeah. Six point seven is about right.
2: John hates when we do decimals on this show, and
0: (laughs) and that was a weird one. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That That was was weird. Six point seven five. Then oh, there we went to the next. Oh my god! All All right. right, Johnny. What about you? I fully understand that my rating is 80 percent based on how much i just love flash as a character i understand this movie has flaws i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten whoa i know i do know that that's high probably one of the only persons out there that would give it but i just love the flash and the fact that he got a movie of this caliber with all its flaws very happy so eight out of ten greg
2: well i'll tell you also john to make you feel better then out of 45,000 people, give or take. This movie is rated a 7.4 on IMDb. nice. You know, I do love The Flash, but John, you definitely like him a lot more. The movie was great. Honestly, it really was storyline-wise and everything. And if all I can complain about is just cheesy nostalgia, cannot let go of the terrible CGI in this movie. So six and a half
0: out of 10. I'm fine with fractions, not decimals. So that's okay. (laughs)
2: yeah i'm
1: I'm with you there i think i think it could raise it a whole point if the cgi was just a lot better
2: even if you go back right now tonight and watch jumanji (laughs) the robin williams movie it looks better than this movie did. yes
0: it does it holds up
1: absolutely
0: all right well thanks so much for frank joining us today please check out his podcast time to be frank in the description below And uh, we got to get out of here in a flash so we can roll up our timeline and film some bad CG. Hey, that was actually kind of good. That's the best
2: one you've ever done. Ah. (laughs) Bravo.
0: Support your local DC characters. Marvel as well. Just support
2: life. And support your local theater because that's what this whole month has been basically about. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me, guys.